This is the Ridge Hunter Outdoors podcast. Hey everybody, this is episode 33 of the Ridge Hunter Outdoors podcast. I'm Kenya Clark. We got Nate Burgess on here this week, Jeff Fry, Scott Clark. Finally, Nate's back with us. It's been a while. Three, four weeks. That's right. Everybody finally gets to see the cowboy. (laughs) At least that's what we call him. So (laughs) tonight we're going to talk about uh, just a couple things we got going on. Kind of give you an update on Jeff's property, what it looks like after the monsoons we've had, and then Nate's after the burn and all that. We kind of go over that, and then some stuff we're going to be doing over the next week because it's getting the time of year to do that kind of stuff. So, and when I say over the next week, it'll actually have been this past week because this comes out on Friday. So. And we're recording on Monday, which makes things a little difficult. But nonetheless, it's all the same time of year. In the next few weeks, it'll be pretty similar. So to start, though, you were telling us before the we got on here about your piebald story. Yeah. I said piebald deer. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to tell us where or anything. Well, I won't. <laughs> what, what were you doing? I, I was on my way home from work, and I decided to take the long way home and... Just driving along and as you know, nice sunny afternoon or evening actually. How, how many beers were you into the pipe <clears throat> story? I wasn't. Oh, okay. So, anyways, driving along through there and got up there in the country and I started seeing deer hanging around and stuff and I was looking at them and lo and behold, there was a pie ball out there and she just acted like everything was grand. First mm-hmm. one I'd ever seen in my life up close like that. And I thought it was pretty cool. I, for some reason, I didn't have enough sense to me to get my phone out and take a picture. I, I was going to say, that would have been good YouTube content. It would have been. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was pretty cool. It was the first piebald deer I'd ever seen. And I've seen albinos along the interstate you yeah, know, uh-huh. where they've known to be at, but an actual piebald I've never seen before. I've never seen one either. you ever seen one on the hoof or anything? Uh-uh. Uh, there have been, I can think of two different deer close to me up there uh one of them the white patch it went all the way around his neck yeah um i mean all the way plumb around the same thickness that it should be mm-hmm. the whole way around really? uh, the neighbors chased her and they ended up getting her with a bow i think and then there was one other one had extra white or something maybe on her face mm-hmm. um uh i suppose that does qualify as a piebald but it ain't nothing like you were describing yeah this looked like a holstein cow only yeah it wasn't right. black and white it was brown and white it yeah was... well there was one around we got pictures of for a while on one of the properties we hunt and obviously nothing like what you're talking about or even what you're talking about but she just had this little white dot right there between her eyes mm-hmm. and that was i mean that's kind of the other than seeing them with a lot of white on their you know, up their legs a little bit here and there. Some look like they got socks on. I've never seen anything like that. But yeah. have you ever have we ever had come into the We've shop? We've had a couple come in the shop like that. I don't I don't know if it's quite to that extent. Uh, and a lot of times they'll have blonde toenails or white mm-hmm. toenails along mm-hmm. with that pie ball. Some of them will have. It's a different color hoof. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't wish you'd have taken video of it. I do too. <laughs> yeah. I well I was just amazed, you know. And I you mean, may see it again too if you're driving around that way. Yeah, it's a little bit out of the way, but it's worth going and trying to find her again, you know, see if she's out there or it, he, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know, it'd but, be hard to tell right now. Yeah, but, you know, see if that deer's out there again. 
which speaking of that being hard to tell right now, uh, I was telling Nate, and then, I don't know if I told you guys before, but Dusty, who was on three episodes ago, was it three? Mm, no, this episode thirty. Yeah, right. So yeah, three ago now. He was telling me he's got a saw a buck uh, on camera that's still carrying both sides. Just a really old deer. He doesn't have much up there, but still carrying both sides. And we'll be into May at the end of this week. So obviously he won't grow much back next year. Nah, he you wouldn't think. But anyway, I thought that was kind of interesting. I don't know, but that's the latest I can remember hearing one hearing of one carrying. But <clears throat> with that said, I did want to talk about. Um, like I said, what you got going on, Jeff, and then Nate, uh, you said you went and checked your the burn you did there. You, I know you burned the woods and part of the field, and then you went yep. ahead and burned. Did you burn the whole rest of the field or just part of it? Tried. It, it was just getting too green. Yeah. Uh, I got to try harder next year, uh, I think is what I got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the woods burned good. Uh, low heat. Um, I probably had three or four inch flames, you know. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what you want. Real yeah. slow moving. If you're not trying um, to kill anything. I mean, the yep. young stuff, yeah. Yep. I think I killed, um, I call it buck brush. Yep. Uh, it's just that thick. Yep. Uh, halfway up your thighs, maybe waist high. Mm-hmm. You know, of course you saw it all when we went in there. Uh, I've never seen a woods that's thicker than mine is with that stuff. Um, and it's just a solid layer all across it. It's only seven acres, but still, it's everywhere in there. Coral berry is the scientific name for that. Coral berry. Yeah. Um, I got co- more coral berry than I know what to do with. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, buck brush is what we call it. Yeah. Um, most of that uh, is not greening up, but there's a couple areas, like the thickest areas, didn't burn too good mm-hmm. in there, especially where I did the most hinge cutting. There was the most briars in there. Uh, and a little bit of honeysuckle growing in some of those thickest spots. None of that stuff burned too good. I think it was still too wet on the ground. It just didn't go through there. But everything else, it burned real good, pretty much down to bare dirt. Um, none of that buck brush is growing. It's not greening up. Uh, I think you killed it? I hope. Yeah. I hope. I'd like it to be more open uh, where I don't want them to be. Right. But I, I want it to be real thick still uh, where... You're you know, trying to and, keep them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I need They're to They're kind of in the middle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I need to do some more hinge cutting in there. Uh, or just take some of them big mature trees out, you know. Yeah, um, right. I, I can cut them for firewood, or I could probably try to sell the logs. A couple of them nice oaks. I know a person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, if I could open that up a little more in there, uh, the canopy especially, uh, it'd do me good on the ground. Yeah. Uh, in that field, it burnt pretty good. Um what wood burn burnt pretty good. It got rid of a lot of that viney stuff I was saying I had, um, but I still I I might have got a third of the field burnt. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll tell you something about that buck brush. Uh, back before my timber got logged and stuff, I had an issue like what you're talking about with that. And <clears throat> it took me two years of burning to get rid of that. Really. Yeah, but then the briars started coming up, so then I had to do yeah. another burn to kill yeah. the briars, you know, and and then uh, we uh, logged it out. Now it's a mess. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's we got briars taller than your head. You can't yeah. even walk through it. Yeah, you know, we got more wildlife than we ever had. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I, I think predators has moved into it. Mm-hmm. I lost one of my squirrel dogs, you know, last week over one of it. So. I'm pretty sure a coyote got him, you know, and uh, it, it, you know, you kind of got to 
pay attention and manage and what you want in there and what you don't and and fire is a good way to take care of it but you know mm-hmm. you, was, you can get rid of one species of undergrowth or whatever but don't be uh don't be surprised that another species doesn't pop up to take its mm-hmm. place and even yeah. thicker yeah i was on a guy's property last week and he had a lot of that stuff and they were asking what it was i said well it's buck brush mm-hmm. so i looked up what it actually was which why well, i knew that um had it on my phone but I was telling him, like the deer, especially late winter, they'll eat it for that woody stuff or basically the fiber to help digest a little bit. But they don't eat a lot. There's better stuff to have. Honestly, I would rather have the briars than that stuff. But then, like you said, you get too many of those too, then it just becomes so thick that you can't walk through it. Right. And that's not really what you want either. So, yeah. Yeah, and I'm not saying the deer don't use it. Cause, right. You know, the deer, like now, the deer is eating the new green leaves and stuff off the blackberry briars and everything oh yeah else. it's good browse for them and they'll they'll have a paths through them even though you can't walk through them doesn't mean deer can't you know mm-hmm. but uh but don't be surprised that you don't get predators more predators and stuff coming in there at the same time also mm-hmm. well they're coming in there because you got more wildlife in there i mean you got more you got places more wildlife that's where the, more cover that's where know. the rabbits are going to want to yeah. be and if you got any quail around so obviously that's where the predators are going to want to be more, too. So. more denning areas and stuff yeah. like that yeah. yeah so but like you said you don't want we always talk about not wanting too much of one thing you divide diversity so right. you know if you can have a little bit of this and a little bit of that it's better than just one of everything yeah but if you're going to get rid of it obviously it's just a step in the process so right you got to go from one thing to the other until you get it where you want it mm-hmm. which is where like those rotational burns and stuff, you know, come in and then. Yeah, I'm thinking that'd probably be in our advantage probably next year if we can just mm-hmm. set her up and let her go. Yeah. You know, and whatever comes out of the fire comes out of the fire. There's, right. there's some programs out there that uh, a third, you know, you burn a third every year. Yeah. So mm-hmm. in theory, you have uh, whatever it is, a third of your property's in a, in a different stage. Mm-hmm. And right. so. So, I mean, there's programs out there like that as well. So. It'd be hard for us to make a fire break in that little 20 patch. True, true. But uh, with work, you could. It depends on if that's what you want. Right. You know, if you want to be in, in one of three stages throughout your woods, that you, you can do that. If that's not your goal, then yeah, let her rip. Yeah. You know? But I was just, there's programs out there for that reason. But, you know, on that property that I got, there's a corner up there that would be fine to let, just leave it the way it is for a bedding area and whatnot. But I don't think the whole woods, it's not to our advantage to have the whole timber that mm-hmm. way. Right. If there was some way that we could put fire breaks up, you know, to keep that one part separate and then burn the right. rest of it, yeah, I think it'd be to our advantage. But mm-hmm. it'd be a challenge and a lot of work. Especially like if you could burn the south end of it, leave the north end, maybe. Exactly, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. And then... On those good days, hopefully they're staying up there. We can still get in the north wind down of them and all that good stuff. Yeah, so and that's the thing to think about too when you're doing that is how you're going to hunt it. You know, like obviously that's the reason that we did what we did at your place and the reason that you burned what you burned. Uh, it's advantageous to the way you're going to hunt it. So you know, but your place is pretty much standing in water right now. along with a lot of other places around down here uh yeah i told you that saturday or sunday would be the best time to work that ground Mm -hmm. i was at work and you had things going on and we kind of missed the window of opportunity there now now it looks like we've lost more than what we gained 
Well, I don't. <clears throat> the switchgrass is coming back pretty thick. The switchgrass is coming. The back other good. stuff is still patchier than it looks like from the road. Uh, from the road, it looks pretty rough. Yeah. Well, when, when you get out there, it's pretty patchy. Is There's right? a lot of dirt left. So, okay. I think as long as we can catch it. You know, well, we're gonna to have to hurry because it's coming on strong right yeah. now. I mean, we're getting warmer temperatures. The well, we're benef- not lacking for moisture, and no. so what's gonna benefit us is the kind of the cold snap we got this week. Yeah, it'll the soil temperature it'll, it'll slow that down a little bit coming up. So it ain't slowing down my yard. Well, no, <laughs> but it'll help with the you know the field and all that. Right, hopefully. Anyway, so and then what are you seeing as far as like growth coming back on yours yet? A uh, whole lot of grassy stuff uh, yeah. in the field. Um, not noticing any broad leaves yet. Um, we'll see. I'm sure they'll come. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but uh, can't remember how long ago it was when I burned. Three weeks, maybe. Yeah, something around there. Um, it you can't. You can tell the difference in what I burned versus what I didn't. Mm-hmm. But you can't tell that I burned anymore in the field. Um, it's uh, the rain's washed away all the soot. And there's enough green to it. I mean, if you get right down there and look, you can see it's still dark underneath. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, everything that's came back, uh, the green has overtaken everything that, uh, uh, all the soot and everything. Uh, all just uh, grassy stuff. Yeah. And was that like a CRP blend that you guys planted out there, that you had planted out there, or is it just kind of? It's been CRP for a long time. Yeah. Oh. Mainly fescue. Yeah. Mainly fescue. Uh, yeah. uh, there might have been... A little bit of clover out there, patchy, and then that viney stuff, whatever. I think mm-hmm. you said it was Japanese honeysuckle. Is that what we um, come up with? Yep. Um, I just I I never could figure out what that stuff was good for um, out there in that field, uh, so I just wanted it gone. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you'd try to walk through there, and I'd be down, you know, pretty, yeah, pretty quick. Yeah. Um, it yeah. just vi- vined everywhere, mm-hmm. everywhere. That uh, and with that blend, you're probably going to see a lot of the grass stuff come back because when you burn it that like your switchgrass is going to come back mm-hmm. you know what i mean so yep. but where that stuff was not is probably where you'll see the the weeds and stuff come back that they'll browse on yep yeah yep. and there was uh uh up on the the flats the high the high ground mm-hmm. uh there was a lot of that viney stuff up there but then when you got on the hillsides and then the draws and stuff you'd have a whole lot more big weeds and stuff <clears throat> that's where they mainly seem to stay yeah it was right on the brakes right. uh of course, that's where they had terrain. They felt like they could see down and, and hide as well. Uh, but up on them flats uh, where that viney stuff was, there's no beds or anything up there. You yeah. Know, they, uh, everything was too low to the ground. They didn't have any vertical cover right, at all. Right. Did you find any other sheds where you, after uh-huh. you burned that? No. Nope. Didn't see anything out there? Nope. Um, well, of course, you said you only got like a third of it burned, too. Mm-hmm. Did you get burned down there where your buck was staying? Mm-mm. Or was it everything you got burned was pretty close to the woods? Yep, the north and the east. Yeah. Uh, I want to say the north and the east third, and a little bit down the west. Um, it took off down there on its own, which was fine, uh, but it didn't do very good. It went real slow. Yeah. Uh, the second time we burned yours was, I think we probably missed it by maybe a few hours. If we'd have burned it a little earlier in the day, it would have went a lot faster, but it still did what we wanted to. Yeah, we just didn't get enough of it. You know, like you said, well, we just had another person's property and looking that over and stuff and making mm-hmm. a plan for them. And so by the time we got back, we kind of missed. We was on the tail end of that window. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what we did get burnt, boy, it burnt really good. It burned all that mad stuff up, and then the night air started falling, and it was just pretty well over after that. But, yeah. 
and it's you know two different things that we're doing too because obviously we're burning yours and then putting in a food plot whereas you're going to burn yours just to kind of let it go right and see what comes back yep and then the same thing there in the woods too yeah like you're not you're not adding anything where you burned at nope um kind of wanted to see what it do right just see if it's any better yep which i think it will be do you get pictures I don't think I took any. Did you really burn? Yeah. How do you know it happened? How do you know? Yeah, I have no proof. You have no, have if no you don't proof. have pictures. Except for a couple of burnout chimney trees in there. <laughs> yeah. Are um, they still smoking? Uh, they were for a long time. <laughs> that, that one, we were, uh, we were riding around looking for hot spots, making sure, and it couldn't go anywhere. Right. You know, uh, but I was uh, riding around in there looking for hot spots, and it was getting dark. And I popped around this one little bin, and I thought, there's an orange glow over there. What on earth is that? And this tree is just screaming, you know, yeah. it's sucking yeah. air in the bottom and it's shooting. I mean, it looks like a pulling tractor, yeah. you know, yeah. shooting a flame out of the top of that thing. I thought, ah, he'll be there for a while, you know, it finally fell over. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Hope, hope they wasn't a toasty coon. In there. Yeah. Actually, I hope there was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there might have been. The, not the guy I was just talking about, but another guy's property was on. They had burned, you know, a week before. So when we were walking around in there, there was still smoke rolling out of some stumps and some trees, dead yeah. trees laying on the ground and stuff. Yeah. yeah, it was, and like I said, it had been almost a week. So some of that stuff burns for a long time, yep. obviously. But, no, that guy actually, that, I, that one, going tomorrow to do some stuff on his, we're going to plant some uh, switchgrass, going to plant some annual screening, because we want to get him something that'll be there this year because like with the switchgrass unless you already have it established when you establish it you know it takes a couple years for it to get up high enough to actually be what you want it to be about three years yeah two three years so and that's if you you know mow it when it needs mowed and take care of it where are you going that you can plant tomorrow way away from here (laughs) well actually it's right down the road it's kansas oh is that right (laughs) yeah yeah so We've been talking all this time about how we've been in Kansas. Yeah, well. So, yeah, anyway, it's been dry out there. So, you're going to do that. going to plant some clover for them. And then get some plots ready for the fall. Do some bedding work. Like, uh, plant some cedar trees, believe it or not. Like that one. <laughs> that one feller at the, uh, the Iowa Deer Classic when I told him about the cedar trees. <laughs> you remember that guy? He did not believe you. No, he sure didn't. Not at all. Cedars, he said. <laughs> the guy that got rid of all his? That is him. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, he was talking to his neighbor about it or something, right? And his neighbor just couldn't believe that he wanted the cedar trees or something. I don't know. And anyway, yeah, he couldn't believe it. But anyway, we're going to plant some of those in there for uh, bedding and part of his. And then maybe do a little hinge cutting, maybe not. We'll have to mm-hmm. see. Do some discing for some of those diversity pockets. But that's some stuff we'll be doing tomorrow. And then got some corn and sunflowers to plant at the end of this week hopefully we just have to see how dry it gets that's right. down south of here so i don't know how much rain they got this last go round. i, I don't know kind of spotty i don't i don't know and i don't know what it's supposed to do like the next couple of days either friday and saturday it's again supposed to rain like think. A son of a gun yeah I think friday, friday and saturday, saturday again yeah. yeah yeah so my place is going to be put on hold for another you know week to 10 days at least I just throw the millet out there, and you'll have some ducks in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting to look that way. Yeah. Where hey. the old pond was at, for sure. Yeah, that's for sure, yeah. There were some wood ducks out there. In the we, field? When we were out there. No, that flew through your woods and into 
Oh, well, they use that pond quite regularly. I mean, yeah. So there we go. They use, Maybe they we should the... just dig that end out. Just break your pond up or move your pond out that way. Uh, you pay for it. You can have that. <laughs> yeah, we can have some ducks out there. <laughs> you can have three acre lake out there if you want to. <laughs> yeah, you pay for it. Yeah. I'm all game. Yeah, I'd be okay to have three acre lake. Three acre well, lake. Wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't be much good for the deer, but it'd be good I, for the yeah, deer. I have a heck of a time fishing. Mm, that's right. It's got a half acre pond now. I don't do nothing with Yeah. Yeah, I've got that thing stocked. I need. We need to go bass fish it this year because we're going on probably three years since we put those. I looked at that the other day. I think it was in uh, eighteen. Yeah, so four years. Mm -hmm. So put in. I remember that day. I was even there. I was too. Because we had, huh? You're thinking of a different time. I'm thinking of where we caught them bass and put them in your little tub in the back of your truck. No, See, no, we, no, and no. Put that water was a whole other adventure. And by, by the time we got to where we was going with them, <laughs> you had an aerator and bass and no water. They had water. He's he's, <laughs> ex, uh, he's maybe stretching the truth a little but bit. But did anyway. they die? Uh, no, they didn't. Okay. Then, well, then I don't know. They had enough water to live. That's because it was pouring down rain at two inches of in every five minutes there was a little splash out on the side yeah. there was still water in the tub anyway <laughs> so we did that a few times with some decent saying. sized bass and then we put those little we bought fish and put in there too in 18 so we should have some decent fish in there hopefully we hopefully get rid of those rock bass i apologize may the first of 20 is okay. when we so put those in ago. yeah well, that's so. when we put the little ones in but we still got bigger mm-hmm. ones in there we put two we yeah. put some catfish yeah. in there yeah. and some bluegill so We'll see. Hopefully, we have some decent fishing there. We need to take the little boat and do some bass fishing in it. Mm-hmm. You bass fish much? Not out of a little boat. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do anything out of a little boat, do you? Nah, I'm a big guy. I prefer big boats. <laughs> yeah. Big or nothing. <laughs> yeah, or stand on the bank. Have, mm. have we got a deal for you? Uh, <laughs> I like eating fish. Yeah? Yeah. No, we need to do some of that too, but, you know, between now and before it gets too cold like last year i wanted to go out there and fish more and didn't get it done i don't so. think it's cold in july so much no but it is in september and october yeah. when you get nah. busy and do everything else but hopefully we can get on the river this week you can try to go this week this week yeah, yeah this I'm, week yeah this week have you seen the river it's fallen okay it was at eight nine it's down to eight what did i tell you Eight six, yeah, and that's just in a eight hour period. I think by give it tomorrow, I'd say by uh, Wednesday we'll be able to get our boat on and go set some lines. Okay, I'm I'm good. I'm yeah, hey. I'm there, man. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm there. You say by Thursday? No, Wednesday. Oh, What's why it? would I set? No, lines? you're gonna be gone tomorrow. Wednesday night. My days are mixed up. Set oh. lines Wednesday evening. No, I can't do it Wednesday evening. I got plans. Really? Yeah, really. I don't want to hear you saying anything about me not taking you fishing. You've never heard me say anything about uh-huh. you taking me fishing. You're the one that works all the time. <clears throat> yes, I do. Well. <laughs> well, then I guess we won't go. I'll just go rod and rail fishing by myself. When do you go back to work? Friday. So... We but why would Thursday. I set them Thursday night so you can run them Friday morning without me? I got the nader. <laughs> <laughs> Where am I going to get? I'm going to put you in all the work. You go to he's work. Gonna, he's going to reap all the benefits. You work. go to work. 
What? What's the? <laughs> He's used to slipping in like that. <laughs> It'd be all right. I'm thinking I'm going to lose on this. <laughs> I don't. I honestly don't see the problem. <laughs> well, I'm starting to. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, no. <laughs> Okay, I just I'll just thought. go rod and reel fishing then. It was a thought. It, That's all. It sounds to me like there will be no poles set this week. That no. it's not looking hopeful. No, we might have to document some of those a little bit. We got to. I keep telling you. I know. Don't I'll video you guys from the bank. <laughs> you gonna follow us? <laughs> yep. And we could tow you in a smaller. You uh, could stay. Yes. Yeah, you could have a ten footer all by yourself. No, well, you could do that. Yeah, you, we could tow you behind this. And <laughs> just you don't cut. sit in the back. <laughs> yeah. Where's <laughs> the drain plug is? That thing about goes up and comes down like the Titanic when I'm in the back of it. Oh, you, you can control the drone. That's yeah. what I was going to say. You yeah. can just stay at the launching pad there and fly the drone and follow us. You know, uh, uh, we could have walkie-talkie so you could talk to us, so you could see <laughs> us on the drone from where we launched the boat at, and then you could talk to us on the walkie-talkie. Yeah, we could tell you, hey, turn left, turn right, don't hit that tree, look out, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, this is my drone. <laughs> well, yes, it is. So what happens when the eagle comes, that eagle comes flying down the river and then just snatches the drone out of me? And then you're out of drone. I'm not thinking too much of that. <laughs> not well, as I really don't think about as much as I'm thinking about setting poles Thursday and going to work Friday. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. I really don't think we're going to be able to pull off a drone on the river. Oh, yeah, we can. No. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be scared. I'm not. He is. <laughs> I ain't scared. You shouldn't be. I'm not. Okay. I never said we couldn't. All right. Well, who said we did? Who said we couldn't? Mark my, write it down. April 25th. <laughs> We will have a drone in the water if we try to take a fishing with us. <laughs> Write it down. I've never flown a drone. I don't think you want me to fly your drone. <laughs> Especially over the water, huh? Nah. It's not that bad. Well, you're liable to be the most sober one there, so it's probably... <laughs> I've never been drunk on the boat. No, you have not. I said he's the most sober one there, so he'd be the one most likely to fly the drone. I don't know. You might fly it better after a while. I might. Might slow things down for you. Might be able to dodge that eagle. (laughs) (laughs) Probably chase it down. Johnny Fever on WKRP. Mm -hmm. Where the drunker he gets, the better his reflexes are. You ever seen that show? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's classic. Yeah, well, I've seen Jeff so drunk on the boat, he's not afraid of the water anymore. Well, I think it was Ohio State Police or something was doing some kind of thing, and they had WKRP on there, and they were going to prove that you know, the drunker you get, the, the more alcohol you have, the worse your reflexes are. So, of course, Johnny Fever, he, he was just the opposite. The, the worse he got, the better his reflexes was. Screwed up the whole, yeah, it was classic. <laughs> Sounds like Mike. Could it be. Does sound like Mike. <laughs> yep. I really like when they drop them turkeys out of the hill. <laughs> yeah, As God is my witness, I swear I thought turkeys could fly. <laughs> yeah, that's a classic. That one comes up on my Facebook every thing around every Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah, that's a yes. good one. That's a good one. But then you know, speaking of turkeys, we had some pretty good turkey that the yep. neighbor fried up tonight. Yeah. Hey. Pretty good. That was the good scald. Best turkey I've ever ate in my life. Tell the people what to do with your wild turkey, Nate. <clears throat> Bring it to me. <laughs> <laughs> you take the chef's cut. No, I'd cut him up. Uh, 
uh, just breast him out, clean him up, um, soak in water for three or four days. Uh, night before you're going to cook it. You put uh, salt in the water when you soak it? No. Nah, no? Um, no, that last night I put whatever kind of dope I really want in there. Oh, yeah. Dope? Yep. Whatever kind of whatever kind of dope you want in there. We're in the meth capital of Illinois, so it ain't drugs. <laughs> oh, okay, it, it, what? this is seasoning dope. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, stuff. Yep. Uh, I think I just put a bunch of black pepper and Cajun seasoning of some sort. Mm-hmm. Uh, put it in what was that gallon Ziploc bag? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Enough water to cover it, shake it up real good. Um, just soak it overnight, and then. I would just put it in fish batter, roll it in fish batter, uh, fry it, just like you would fish chunks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty easy. Um, don't overcook it. It'll get tough. And try to get those ligaments out of that. You'll have tendons and stuff and ligaments through that meat, you know. Um, I try to get rid of all of them. Now, if you get crazy, you'll lose a lot of meat. Um, I mean, you'll have a couple pieces that are chewy, you know, but I try to get rid of them. Um, it's always worked for me. Mm-hmm. I don't you know. Just use the breast or... Yeah, I don't fry the legs or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I always only fry that uh, that breast meat. Yeah. Clean it up good. There's a little bit of fat on there. Try to peel all that connective tissue layers off the outside, you know. Mm-hmm. Got a good scald on it. Nothing wrong with it. Uh, well, then you didn't hear the story of the bird, did you? Of this bird that we ate tonight? No. Well, Aaron, it got killed. Yeah. No, well, Nate is, and you the, eat it. is the turkey yeah. guide. So if you want to kill a turkey, you go with Nate. I was just a witness, more, more or less. <laughs> no, we was. We didn't have to. Was you a hostile witness, or was you? I was agreeable. Okay. I was agreeable. Okay. Yeah. Well, well yeah. if you killed it where we thought you killed it at, we you killed it where we went fishing the other day. I was going to say where he killed it. He missed one. Yeah, we saw one. <laughs> we yeah. did. Yeah. Gobbler? Huh? Uh, is a turkey? That's all I can tell you. Oh, okay. Is a bird running around? <laughs> well, wouldn't be surprised because there's, you know. We if saw another one on the other side of the road yeah. when we left. Evidently, they thought the turkeys thought we was used because they didn't stick around. They left. No, they got the heck out of Dodge, boy. Yep. If there's anywhere around with some turkeys, that would be the area that I know of that has at least a few. They're on both sides. Yep. But no, we. Uh, I had went the morning before because I was texting Nate because, like I said, I have no idea what I'm doing turkey hunting. I'll be the first to tell you that. I have a little better idea now, but. So I went the morning before, set up on the riverside, mm-hmm. and because I thought maybe there was roosting there on across the river, mm-hmm. down in that step. So I went and set up. You're supposed it, to roost in the night before, wasn't you? Me? No. No. Uh, well, I guess you can. Some guys do that. A lot of guys put roost them, them, put them to bed. Yeah. Put them to bed. Tuck them in. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't, I'm helpful. not that good. Very that way helpful. you know where to go the next morning. Mm-hmm. And you're not real mad when you get there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not that good. So anyway, I went in and I set up next to the I river. I would have been turkey hunting, I know that. <laughs> well, I knew guys did that, but like I said, not that good. All right. So I'd probably scare the thing out of bed if I went trying to call it into bed. Anyways, I set up on the riverside, right? <laughs> you got a child. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so the cars are coming down because there's a road somewhat close to that. So you have to wait for the cars to go by before you can hear anything. So I'm in between the cars going by trying to listen for this turkey goblin. And I ended up hearing one. So I'm texting Nate. And I was like, I got one goblin from the roost. You know, he's a little ways away, but what do I do? So he tells me what to do. Of course, I probably had, was doing it all wrong. But anyway, I ended up seeing a bird come out into the field on the other side because he was goblin from the woods and he came out. I don't know if it was him or one of his hens or what, but 
went back in the woods. I had to be somewhere, so I bailed out early. And he said, well, I'll go with you tomorrow, you know, if you don't mind the company. So, I go, yeah, you know what you're doing, by all means. So we went the next morning and sat on the other side. And we were actually walking in, and Nate stops, and he had, you know, remember that bird dog thing I was telling you about when he mm -hmm. found that shed? Same thing. He said, did you hear that? No, I don't think so. And then he, he gobbled again, and I heard that one. It sounded like he was a ways down, didn't it? Yep. So we, I, th I think he's probably just facing away from us. Yeah, his head honestly. turned. Yeah. So we were, well, we weren't late, but we were later than we wanted to be. Yeah. But, so we were kind of walking up the field edge to get farther down the wood line there where we wanted to be, and then he must have turned back or faced the direction or whatever, and he gobbled, and it was pretty, you could tell we were about where we needed to be. Mm -hmm. So we just stopped and set everything up. I'd say about 120, yeah. maybe 150 yards. Yeah. No, yeah. no further away from him than that. No. So, on the inside of that woods, there's there's a filter strip, mm -hmm. and then there's a ditch right on the inside, and then on the inside of that ditch is another big, bigger ditch. Mm -hmm. Levees on both of them. Yeah, right. yeah, and they run all the way through that little strip of woods there, just you know, north and south and east and west. So, we set up down on the ditch bank, the first one, with the decoys in the field. And, of course, he's coming from the woods. But I'm set up so I can shoot the decoys. So I've got my gun behind me and Nate's behind. But the gun's between me and Nate, mm -hmm. and we're facing this way. Well, as soon as Nate started calling, we had a hen fly down. So she, we basically decided she just thought she was going to give us, you know, at least that much till we decided to try to make turkey noises. And then she was like, no, you're not turkeys. I'm leaving. Yeah, I mean, she was close. She took off flying, I don't know, 50 yards away. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. She she stayed put until we started sounding like turkeys. She said, "No, uh, I'm out of here." Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, I. Uh, well, then we saw you saw another one roosted up there, pretty yep. close, probably I'd, about the same area she I'd came say out. I'd she's of. about fifty yards away, and she's up there, and she's moving around mm -hmm. and doing all that stuff up on the limb, you know. Yeah. So we hear him. He's still making noise. Nate's calling at him, and he's off behind us. Uh, well, I can shoot in the woods because we know the guy. Mm -hmm. So I started to turn and kind of grab my gun. Nate says, she can, or whatever that is, can see us. So I, yeah, you're right. I left the gun behind me and just stayed put. So I can't then, believe she let us get that close. I know, and I make mean, noise. We, yeah, I mean, he's already gobbling. She had to be awake. Yeah. I can't believe she let us get in there. Yeah. And then nothing for a while, you know, you, you kind of mm -hmm. figured you think it was just down. early enough she didn't want to fly out? Maybe. Because, um, you know, I've been at a, I've climbed a tree from, probably 30 yards away and they never bust until mm -hmm. daylight and then they're yep. gone yep it was still dark enough I'm in the, hunting and stuff in the woods it's still dark enough i don't think they could see the ground mm -hmm. um uh, she didn't want to fly yeah. if she wanted yeah. to flew anywhere it would have been out to that field edge and that's where we were mm -hmm. so she wasn't going to do that yeah man i'm telling you up there at home you get in the woods with one within a hundred yards. It sounds like a plane crash. They're trying to get out of there. They yeah. don't care what time it is. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. So that I didn't want to move too much because that bird could see us. So the gun's still between me and Nate, and I'm facing totally the wrong direction. And it just gets quiet, you know, like they do. And we heard him gobble again, and we both said he's on the ground now. We could tell. And oh, did you call out? Call you called him after that. Just a little. I Once think, he got on I the ground. one Yelp sequence. Yep. So then the hens flew down shortly after that. Mm -hmm. One hen, the hen that we were watching, 
flew down. Yep. And then another one flew down. And I didn't, we didn't even know she was there. Mm-mm. I didn't see her. So still. And they pitched, they flew and landed with our decoys. Mm-hmm. Just like a duck. Yeah, they sailed out there and they landed with the decoys. Yep. Unbelievable. They read the script. Yes. They did. So I was kind of turned, now I'm kind of <clears> turned <throat> facing up towards the decoys because I think this gobbler's going to see them fly down, come out to the field edge and work the field edge down. No. He's facing kind of back towards the woods over my shoulder and all of a sudden you're hearing spitting and drumming, you know, and as soon as I heard that, you, obviously, you know, they're close. I thought, man, I'm screwed because I heard him over my back left shoulder. Mm-hmm. And Nate says, there he is. We're done. Or it's over. That's what he said. He said, he's right there. It's over. Yeah. I mean, he's looking right on our backs. We're laying on this ditch bank. He's looking at our backs. Yep. He come up over the second levee and then, oh gosh, he was probably what, 25, 30 yards at that point. He was within 30. I know he was. Yeah. He's just sitting there all blowed up looking at us. <laughs> he's <laughs> leaving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But. We're just laying there still as can be, just not moving. And he comes down that levee, up the next levee. Now he's on the backside of the ditch that we're on, right? And he's like 15 yards now. between the furthest. (laughs) Yeah. So he comes down our ditch, up to the bank we're on, and I can finally at this point see him out of the corner of my eye, and he's like 10, 12 yards probably. Yeah. I mean, right down the ditch, like turkeys aren't supposed to do that close Mm -hmm. to you. And it just didn't move. And finally, he got up there in the filter strip. And Nate says, if you, something about, if you can pop up and shoot him, you need to shoot him or something like that. Yeah, something needed to happen for you. <laughs> yeah. But I still didn't want to move because I'm turning the wrong direction and my gun's behind me and he's watching it all happen. And I can kind of see him out of the corner of my eye. So finally, he gets, walks up out there and he gets on the edge of the field by the filter strip where all those thick stuff is. And I decided I could move. And you said, he was good because you could still see him better than I could, I think. And so I rolled down there and put the gun up. And then he was at the decoys because that's when I was asking you where he was at. And you said, he's at the decoys. So we rolled around and put the gun up. And I, was, I don't know if I asked you if you were good or what. But Nick covered his ears. And I thought, well, that's go time. So I put it on him and laid him out right there by the decoy. But yep. it, it definitely should not have worked the yeah. way he came in. I mean. He pulled up and shot. I said, did you get him? He goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, what did you expect? <laughs> yep. Yeah. When he came up over that big levee on the inside, that tall levee, all he could see was a strutter, his two hands probably moving, you know, and then there's one hand with that strutter, one hand yep. decoy. Yep, we had that one hand decoy. He didn't care about them two blobs laying no, on the ditch bank. He, yeah. he saw his hands and this other time that he ain't used to having. Mm-hmm. Um, if it wouldn't have been for them decoys, he would have picked us out fast. Yeah, I'm sure. But he just fixated on them decoys, um, and and we never moved. So. Right. That's when I said it would have been cool if we had video that time. I say, where's your videographer at? Well, she didn't want to go. <laughs> so anyway, but it had been t- so tough because he was right there. I don't know. We couldn't move yeah. much. Like yeah. if if no. you'd have had your phone out like this, maybe you could have watched him walk across the screen right. or something. <laughs> but. He was just so close. Like, you know, you're sitting on the ground, you have deer that close that don't walk right by you like no. that. Well, it's, it's like Tom. That little short video yeah. I made with my phone deer hunting, you know, and the turkeys was 15 yards away from me. Mm-hmm. You know, four gobblers, yeah. and I was a foul tag, so what I do? <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> and that's all we could have done, Yeah, you know. And trying to shoot yeah. him where he was at. It, it would have been really good video had I been facing the right direction and he'd have popped over that levee and bowed up and then we could have shot him. Right. But mm. He was good. All you could see was that 
big old white head come waddling up, up over that levee. Mm-hmm. And then he got up there on top and blows up and spits. <laughs> yeah. you know? yep. That's all. That's the first time I'd ever heard one spitting and drumming right. like that. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't see all of that stuff. I missed all the pretty stuff. Yep. But he was blowed up out there by the decoy. So. Yep. And that was the last time. And then we ate him tonight, and he was pretty darn good. Yeah, wasn't pretty it? good. Not bad. First Not time bad. I think that was the first time I actually ate wild turkey like that too. At least fried. I've had turkey jerky before, which is pretty good, but never had it fried like that. That was good stuff. So anyway, that's our turkey hunting story for the year. There ain't nothing bad fried. No, that's true. I mean, you. Yeah, I'll you give you that. You can about fry anything. That's I'll give good. you that. Fry anything, especially in the that red. Oh, yeah. Andy's red stuff. Andy's red, yeah. You he kind of doctored up what we had tonight. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> it was good stuff. Now, it's hard to beat that red bag. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. That's the way we do our fish, too. You know yep. what we're talking about. That's some good... I don't know. People might look down on their nose at the skillet fork catfish, but... It's ain't nothing stuff. wrong with them catfish. No. Mm-hmm. Well, it's good stuff. Yep. Some of the best I've ever had. Yep. Especially that first batch we made. You get in the cool yeah, that's really good. you get in the cool water uh where the water's moving and the fish aren't don't taste like mud in the heat. Now there's there's nothing wrong with that. There's a big difference. You know, Stay under twenty that. pounds. Yeah, that and then also which we don't have a problem with around here. But <laughs> Right. Also, you know, uh this time of year when the water's cold and stuff, you can tell the difference between the taste of the fish what we catch now compared to what we'll catch in late July and August when the yep. water's sitting still and it's hot, you know. They do taste a little <clears> fishier. <throat> yeah, they taste a little fishier then. You got to take a little bit better care of them. Mm-hmm. But as far as a whole, I ain't had no bad catfish out here. There nope. ain't no such thing. I don't, if there is, show it to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's right. And I, I, I hope we catch some more flatheads than what we did this year, because man, I'm craving some more belly meat. That's... I know. Either, I mean, frying that stuff or throwing it on the grill. Oh. That stuff on the grill. Throwing that stuff on the ain't, grill. Ain't you much can't... better than you ever had that belly uh-huh. belly meat on the grill, buddy. <clears throat> Off a flathead. Woo wee. Yep. Do some. Uh... Make your tongue beat your brain. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I do like uh, butter, melt some butter, and baste it with butter. Just mm-hmm. regular, real butter mm-hmm. is the best stuff. And then uh, some lemon pepper, a little bit of salt, a little bit of uh, seasoning salt. That's about all you got to do. Cook it like a steak. Throw it uh, on the grill like a steak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, it's good stuff, ain't it? Huh. Yep. Yep. You skin that, you, I mean, you skin that out, obviously. Take the skin off the belly. And then. That's uh, a big on, old chunk of meat, too, yeah. on a good size flathead. And then on the inside, you want to make sure and take that membrane off there, you know, between the meat and the guts. Mm-hmm. Get that out of there. Buddy, that's that's prime rib right there. It's really know. white, really white meat. Yeah. If you, I, even if you don't like fish, I think you probably like that stuff. Yeah. It don't have a fishy taste to it mm-hmm. at all, really. No. Nope. Uh, unless you leave that membrane or something. Like yeah, that. you gotta get that membrane off there. Yeah. You know, but we'll have to fry some of that or grill some of that up before a podcast if we ever catch. Yeah, if we ever catch any flatheads, yeah. yeah. If we catch some more of them, those are getting hard to find too. Yeah. In places. Yeah. But no, they're a lot of fun to catch too. But. Like I said, we'll hopefully maybe do a little bit of short videos or something on that. At least the ones that we can post. <laughs> what are you saying? Oh, no, I, was that a slam? I think that was a slam. Against you? Uh, against us both. Oh. How do you know it was me? Because you're in there with me. <laughs> Who said I was slamming either of them? <laughs> yeah. I 
think offense was taken. <laughs> I never claimed to be an innocent yeah. party in any if of this. If the shoe fits. <laughs> I guess so. There you go. But, no, that's pretty much all I had for this week, unless you guys got anything else you want to talk about. No, it just needs to dry up. Yeah, we can do sure. something. It will. You're only seven days away from a drought. That, that's exactly right. Yep. And we need all seven of them before <laughs> we can plan anything. Yeah, it's going to be pretty It's going to be pretty quick here that we need to start thinking about planting. Yeah. Not just the corn and that, but the, the clover and stuff, too. We need yeah. to. We'll be. I mean, the win- the window's still open, mm-hmm. but. It's just going to de- determine how June is, probably. Right. If we get some rain in June, we'll be fine. But like you said, we need to dry out, and then we'll have. Gosh, we'll be all over the place planting stuff. Yeah, when it dries out, just like everybody else will be. Safe. Right. But, yeah. They're growing horns. Yeah. I saw one the other day. He was dangerously close to splitting off brown tines. Was he really? Is there? that right? He had. I bet he had three inches of horn. Did him on camera or just saw, see it? Saw him driving around. Yeah. I looked at him. I thought, doggone. He, that's bigger than just ears. You know, up yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I looked. It must have been one of them some guns there at the hospital. Secret spot. This is a secret spot. <laughs> secret spot. Yep. Um, they, we start them early down there. You do at the <laughs> hospital. I don't know. <laughs> um, but no, he did. Uh, oh, they were uh, coarse velvet. They look huge, you know. But he did have good mass. I mean, they looked real big in velvet. Uh, but he was going to have nice, heavy bases. Um, and I bet I bet he had three inches of growth already. Mm-hmm. You know, going hmm. up. He, he's real close to splitting off brown tines. So there's the two extremes. Dusty's got some that haven't even dropped yet, and yep. you saw some that yep. almost split in brown tines. Now, he, he was so, with two or three other bucks mm-hmm. that was just starting. Yeah. I mean, they just have black caps on, the their, on their head, you know. Mm-hmm. No pedicle. You, you could, it, it was growing, but there wasn't no dimension to it to speak of. Yeah. So that means now's the time to start putting some minerals out for them. I would think so. Yes. By the way, we have a connection. We just so happen. (laughs) If you need minerals, and we're going to have some of it. And we got to get that out. I'm going to try to get it ordered the end of this week, beginning of next week. Because Dusty's wanting some of it too, and some other guys have wanted some. So I'm going to try to get an order in for that stuff. So we'll have some in the store. And then, of course, online here. I'll tell you the discount code in just a second. But then we'll get some in too, and we'll put that stuff out. Because like you said, they're just starting to grow them, which... As soon as they drop them, they start regrowing them. But yep, you process know, we're, starts. Yep, yeah. we're in the big stages for running that stuff. So, but if you do want to run it, like I said, like Jeff said, we got the connection here with uh, Racks Big Game Supplements. They're a veteran-owned company out of Northeast Nebraska. Uh, they're deer hunters like all the rest of us. At the time, they weren't really happy with what was on the mineral market, so they developed their own. They did a lot of research on the stuff. Um, they came up with one of the best mixes, and you know it'll help improve your herd's health. Um, that antler growth a little bit, you know, that kind of stuff, the fetal development. And then you're not going to feed the non-target species like the coons. Like I said, I think on the Dusty article, the guy told me he hasn't had a coon on one of those feeders in several years. So, you know, they got minerals, protein blocks, pelletized feed, meal feed, all specifically designed for whitetail. So no matter what you're running them through a feeder, if you're just putting it out, um, if you got blocks, that kind of stuff, if you want to run the blocks, uh, run the mineral on the dirt, you can do it whatever way you want with whatever different stuff. So if you want the discount code to order from them, it's RHO22, capital RHO22. Uh, you'll get 5% off your entire order at RaxMineral.com, R-A-K-S Mineral.com. And then, like I said, you'll be able to stop by the shop in, it'll probably be a couple weeks we'll have some in. But you can order what we don't have, too. 
And even after we get some in, if you want more than what we've got, you can go ahead and order some more. If you want some right now, send us a message through Facebook, through the website, Instagram. That's at Ridge Hunter OD. Twitter's at Ridge Hunter OD. Facebook is Ridge Hunter Outdoors. And then the website's RidgeHunterOutdoors.com. So you can message us through one of those. Tell us what you want. We'll get it put on the order, so you'll be one of the first ones to get it when it comes in. And then, like I said, we'll have some of that stuff in uh, if you just want to come in the shop and get it as well. So follow us on our YouTube. If you're watching this on YouTube, just hit the subscribe button. And then you got to go and hit the notification bell, and you have to hit all alerts or whatever it is now to actually be notified or all notifications when they come out. And then if you're not watching this on YouTube, if you're listening to it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you're listening to it on the website, go check out the YouTube page. We've got some cool videos up there from Jeff's property. We're going to have some more, like I said, with the fishing stuff, we're going to do that. We might do some stuff at Nate's if he wants to do that. Uh, we won't tell anybody where it's at. Yeah, we'll have to blue screen the or green screen the, the background. Mm-hmm. That's right. Super secret. Super yeah. secret. Yeah. Nate's is in Tennessee. Is it? Yeah, it's a long way from Kansas. It's a long way. From ain't no big deer in Tennessee. No. Except for that one that was a world record for like a year. Oh, great <laughs> tell. No, except for that. <laughs> Just except for that one. Yeah. yeah. No, but really in the next six weeks, if you're talking about, uh, you know, herd health and all that, uh, things are going to start happening, you know. Mm-hmm. The gestation's coming to the end. and yep. And... Uh, Lactation starting, so mm-hmm. yeah, we it's need more to get just on. Mineral, it's more than just antler growth, really. Yep. Then we need to get on, and all that stuff feeds into antler growth too. Sure, but yep. reaching full potential. But like I was saying on the, you know, the follow us stuff, you can follow us on Spotify and then on Apple Podcasts. Go ahead and leave us a review, whether you like it or not. I know we've got, I think we're at one review right now. So, did they like it? Yeah, really, it was good. We got five wow. stars right now. Is five out five? of five on one review. So you guys need to go give us a review. So if you don't like it, at least some people will know. That, that. was probably me. <laughs> probably. No, this was not you. Oh, it wasn't me. No. I don't know. Anyway, you can follow us there too. So Facebook page, Instagram, we got a lot of cool stuff on there as well. And that's where you can keep up with us, what we got going on and the videos we're putting out. And then now that we're doing the video podcast. And again, if you're listening to this, this is the first time, your first chance to see the cowboy, Nate. So... You go to YouTube. I've heard of that. I've heard of that guy. Yeah, he's got spurs that jingle, jingle, jingle. (laughs) Easy. If you you only knew, that's what I've heard. If you hadn't been scared to go to Iowa, you would have known. Well, I was scared. Somebody had. Somebody hadn't manned the store while you guys was up there fighting off naders. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. He's becoming somewhat of a local legend. No reason for all of us getting hurt. (laughs) That's true. Anyway, that's all we got for this week. So. Thanks for putting up with us again, and we'll catch you guys next week.